You're listening to episode number 373 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. All right, we're Fine. All right, here we go. Hey, wait, do you have power? I do. Uh, how the hell okay. is he doing this? Oh, yeah, duh, that would make sense. Nice. Well, you he, he said he wasn't supposed to have power until, like, Monday. Well, then we yeah. wouldn't be able to do this. That's what he was yeah. saying. It was yeah. contingent on that. Wow, Karen. Well, in, in fairness <laughs> to you, Karen, I did text Mark <laughs> earlier today telling him I did have power back, so I would be podcasting with ah. you guys tonight. I did, it um, didn't even occur to me that you couldn't do this if you didn't have right. power. <laughs> you know, I probably could have brought my laptop and a mic to whatever hotel we might have been crashing at, but then I would have had to have, you know, I would have yeah, been at the mall or whatever all that stuff free Wi-Fi the hotel had. Right. So, right. okay. Yeah, we're still rolling. I'm keeping all that. <laughs> Why? So you can, you can like, laugh at me? Can't you figure this out? <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good content. Right. So, Karen, you are now three weeks in. I appreciate the fact that you're still technically in the, the, the first month honeymoon phase, but... Share with us. What do you think? What are your, what are your thoughts? What's going on? How is it? Worst, See, worst life decision ever or holy shit. Ha, I fly to work on a proverbial cloud every day. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know that I agree that like the first month is like a honeymoon phase at a new job because you kind of walk in and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like you don't know how to get access to anything. Right. You don't know. It's just like a lot of learning. Um, yep. But I'll tell you what. I am so glad I took this job and made this move. I'm having so much fun. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's back to doing something that I love and, and I really enjoy. So I'm super happy I did it actually. And I got to do something really cool this week. We went down and got to walk through the new sugar factory location that's being built on Harmon. Right. And it's supposed to open, it's supposed to open on the 20th. That's not going to happen, but hopefully it'll be open before Labor Day. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just had a chance to, to walk through and, check it out under construction and it looks completely different. Well, and you, you mentioned something that the strip isn't getting two of them. They're going to close one of them. Yeah. So the, the existing location is now down at fashion show mall. Right. That location is going to close. Mm-hmm. So they're basically going to like pick up the, the staff and just move them down to the, the Harmon location. Right. Um, which is good because that'll save on training and, you know, hiring right now is not an easy thing to do. So the fact that they've 
got those folks already, but it's going to be interesting. I didn't realize I learned something because, um, you know, it's it's three floors, right? Mm. Um, there's only one kitchen and <laughs> it's on the third floor. So oh, anybody geez. that's eating on floors one or two, which you would think is most people. Um, no, because the space upstairs is bigger because the, mm. the third floor actually goes over um, Rainforest Cafe. Mm. So, you know, Rainforest Cafe is right next to it. Right. But we have the third floor. They don't. So the mm. space upstairs is actually much bigger. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, so then if I can't it, say that's where Matt and I were, were, were seated, but I think we asked to be up by the bar. Yeah. So, yeah, I just I feel bad because the only way to get food from the third floor down to the first or second is a either, you know, take it up and down in the elevator, which is still old and slow as fuck right. um, or go up and down the stairs. So I f- feel really bad for these runners because they're going to be, you know, getting their workout in as they're <laughs> as they're working. But yeah, no, it's just super cool because, you know, we just walked in and construction guys are, you know, doing their thing and we're just like, hey, you know, it's kind of walking through. So it was fun. That's very cool. Well, very cool. I'm, I'm super excited for you. Thank that you. Is, that is awesome. All right. Well, listen, why don't we start the show? He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. The original Vegas Vicky was a hostess role at the Pioneer Club created in the early 60s, two decades before the famous neon sign of the same name. We got that from VintageLasVegas.com. Huh. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. Yeah. They had, apparently there were three of them over the decade that they existed or, or two decades they existed. Oh, so it was just one person at a time was Vegas Vicky. Right. They, they, yeah, they, oh. they were the hostess at, at the Pioneer Club. Well, yeah, I was thinking hostess as in they could, you know, rotate shifts and you've got a different Vegas Vicky every shift. And oh, wow. Oh. I didn't think of that. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's, it's also interesting that it would take 20 years for them to come up with that creative idea of making a, a, a neon uh, sign of her. Right. It's, I just, just, it's just, I mean, if you think about it, like it, it it's, it's kind of like a little character sort of thing. So the fact that they made a neon sign out of it, I think is pretty amazing. Like she That's must true. have been, you know, pretty iconic, right? you know, as the hostess to say, right. Hey, let's make her her own gigantic neon sign. And anytime <laughs> I think of, of any um, showgirl, I always think of uh, the atomic bomb girl that they, they oh, used yeah. to do that or mi- miss atomic bomb. That's what it was. Or miss atomic something or another. Okay, I'm not where, with that. where she's got a picture of her with her hands like this and she got like an explosion bikini on. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen that. I got to find that and show it to you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, you well, will see it. <laughs> well, let's not do it just yet. Let's talk about the truly deserved winner to a pick of the week. She was a shithole at the end. There's no debating that. But the memories Imperial Palace gave so many are invaluable. Memories of low-limit gambling tables, dealer tainers, and movie-quality theming come flooding back when you see the photo shared by at UC Vegas. Just like most properties we've lost along the way, they live on in our recollections of time past. I, I knew you were going to love this one. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> Such I, a great I, angle. It, it's the first thing I do, actually, when I get the script is immediately go to the twit pick of the week. I don't even, I don't read any of the rest of the script. I don't even read Mark's little write up blurb of you the picture. You just go look at the picture. He, he emails it to me. I open it up. I click on the link and I, ju- and when I, this thing, let me just say the picture wasn't the only thing that popped straight up when I saw this picture. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> 
TMI. It TMI. <laughs> it's it's gorgeous. It's it's exactly how I remember her. With one exception, I did not appreciate just how far back the casino, uh, the the hotel complex right. goes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a huge it certainly explains why it's so fucking hard to get around and find your hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> it is a labyrinth to yeah. find your hotel room. Uh, that did not change from IP to quad to uh, the link. That's right. for sure. But, oh, damn it. I love you, IP. <laughs> Which we couldn't ever get Karen to go into. I, I've been in it. I didn't need to go oh. back in. You didn't have to go again. No, that's right. You wouldn't stay at it. Is that what it was? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't stay there. She wouldn't even go into it. Eventually, I wouldn't go into it. I mean, I went into it, I think, once. Yeah, once. um, And had no desire to ever go back in. Right. I respect that. I do. I I hate to admit it, but I respect that. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. This one's first up because this was uh, playing to T-Bone, and that is the 8 Lounge. This fall, Resorts World will open 8 Lounge, a cigar bar featuring more than 150 cigars showcased in a custom-built walk-in humidor and specializing in limited edition cigars. Brought to you by Click Entertainment, the name, uh, the name is taken from the lucky number in, the, in Chinese culture. A spokesman for, H Lounge, for 8 Lounge said the space will share... Yeah, God damn. <laughs> the space will shred the cliches and stigmas associated with cigars, the old man in the smoky room, and bring sophistication and sexiness back. Oh, he's bringing sexy back. Sexy back, huh? Yeah. The space will also feature a filtration system that refreshes the air every four minutes to keep the air clean, fresh, and constantly flowing. Eight's cocktail program includes drinks to pair with cigars, and the bartenders double as cigar sommeliers uh, to help customers pair. They also plan to have a 2,300-square-foot outdoor space overlooking the Strip. Yeah, I'm psyched about this. Well done, Resorts World. <laughs> For sure. I'll tell you, the more they're kind of bringing you know, these things online, the more excited I am to get to really uh, experience this place. Right. And when I say experience, I actually mean like probably getting a room and actually staying there and, and trying the whole thing out. Yeah, that's what we're doing. For uh, it's like, I think it's like December 29th Sometime or something. in December. Um, oh, nice. Go see Katy Perry, and we're just mm, going to stay mm-hmm. at the hotel that night. Yeah, this is this is going to be really cool. I, I look forward to giving it a try. Sometimes it's just nice. You're in Vegas, and 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 you want to kind of get away from the casino. You want to get away from gambling a little bit. It's going to be a fun, relaxing place to sit. And and I have every reason to believe that this filtration system is going to be, you know second to none right, insofar right. as for folks who may not want to smoke a cigar necessarily, but may want to be with a group and may want to have a drink as well. I think it will be minimally, um, uh, invasive for, uh, for the non-smokers. As a matter of fact, I'm, I, I'm even liking it a little bit, Karen, to, uh, the cigar lounge for 360 Vegas Vacation 10 at at MGM Grand. Did you? You're not, so Karen. You're not much of a cigar smoker. What was your I am not a cigar on a scale smoker of one at all? <laughs> okay, you're not at all. Not at all. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, what level of uh, smokiness would you say that particular location was? It, it wasn't that bad. Um, I think you know, and, and the, there was kind of like a group of the cigar smokers that kind of huddled together, and then a lot of the non-smokers were. Right. A little bit. I mean, we're still in the same vicinity, but we were yeah, a little ways sure. away. 
and it, it wasn't bad. Like when you went up to the group that was smoking, yeah, then it was, you know, <laughs> pretty significant. But other than that, have it you wasn't... been in Monte Cristo's? Um, so I think that's a space that does a really great job of air filtration. Is that that's not that's the, the one in Caesars. Yeah, I've been in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that one to me, you walk in and you get hit with really. Yeah. All right, so then I'm nose blind to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> You do. You get you get hit with that one as soon as you walk in. So no, I don't. I don't think. They I'm do. all like, this smells so fresh. <laughs> no, it's, no, it doesn't. <laughs> um, but no, the yeah, the the Vegas Vacation Ten cigars weren't bad at all. Yeah. I mean, other than the fact that I have to you know, make fun of certain people, like Chris Moore, he's always fun to harass when he's smoking a cigar. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was fine. So yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what the the filtration system is like because yeah. I think that because um, the cocktails sound like a lot of fun mm-hmm. um, I, I would I don't envision myself ever getting a cigar just to try it with a cocktail um, I think it'd be cool to see you try a cigar I, I was gonna say <laughs> but she didn't say she'd never do it right. so you're saying there's a chance <laughs> there there is more of a chance of that than there are a lot of other things so there's certain right. things that I could say there's no chance in hell that I'm going to do that or go there or whatever right sure. um, there, there's more of a chance that I I would try a cigar, but I would I would probably highly encourage, um, you know, Mark to hold off on buying one because I have a feeling um, I won't be finishing it. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fair. And I, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm a little concerned about like the whole not inhaling thing. It's like I don't I don't know how you do that. I thought it was going to be uh, hard. It's not that hard. It just, I mean, because again, we used to smoke when we were younger, yeah. Um, and I have tried your vape pen once or twice, I think. Um, yeah, the vape is a tricky thing. You've got to get used to how much to intake, and and it's it's weird. Yeah, I didn't I like. like I just recently stopped coughing all the time. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a, I wasn't a big fan of that. So I mean, I don't ever see me going back to any kind of smoking. It's not something that I I miss. Right. Um. But yeah, the cigar. I don't know. Just not inhaling right. seems weird. But no, I, I I'm. Open to maybe giving it a try. It'll depend on my mood. Yeah. There you go. Uh, all right, let's talk about concert vaccinations. Live entertainment company AEG announced they will require concert goers to provide proof of vaccination to attend their concerts starting October thir- or, or October first. This move does not violate HIPAA laws because they're because they do not apply in a pandemic situation. As a company, AEG puts on multiple music festivals, including Coachella. In Las Vegas, they run the theater at Resorts World as well as the former joint at Virgin Hotel. AEG is second only to Live Nation in the live entertainment industry and partners with MGM to put on shows at T-Mobile as well as the Park Theater. Live Nation said they will leave it up to the artists whether or not they will require vaccination to attend their concerts. Hmm. I don't care. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd rather that happen than have to wear a mask. Yes. Yeah, I mean, huge, huge difference for me because I'm, I'm concerned. Um, you know, we're gonna go, go see Love. I think at the end of the month, which is, right. um, you right. know, will be our first concert sort of venue thing. Well, maybe not. We're still looking at going to Potted Potter. So. Oh, that's true. But yeah, that just the thought of going in and sitting down for a show that's you know ninety minutes long and having to have the mask on the whole time. I'm not looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So if this means, you know, I show my my vaccination card and. I can get in and don't have to wear a mask. I'm, I would be totally up for that. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, whatever gets me my concerts back and gets yeah. just this more to some normalcy. Like I just, I just don't care. Just do it. I'm tired of this. Yeah. Next up there's Bally's rebranding. 
Bally's Corp announced plans to rebrand all its casinos, except for the Hard Rock Biloxi, to Bally's in the next year. It's unclear if that includes Tropicana in Vegas, a property that Bally's has a pending deal to purchase. It is still unclear if and or when Bally's Vegas will rebrand itself. However, the news seems to further increase the need to do so. There, there's no point. Like, at this point, they have to be getting rid of that name. Like, I would think so. Like, mm-hmm. na- now I'm to the point where I'm like, oh, they might do it. And they're like, but uh, it could stay. Like, no, it can't stay. <laughs> it it's, can't stay. No. I mean, especially if they're, let's say they do buy the trop, it would make me very sad for them to rebrand the trop into a Bally's. Right. But... You know, it is what it is. Right. But yeah, sure. you can't have two ballets. <laughs> right. Especially one not run by... Uh, right. It was wacky enough when they had the different uh, Tropicanas. You had the Tropicana Vegas and Tropicana everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's a weird situation. So right. it's kind of lending more more uh, credence to the, the rumor that Bally's Las goes, Vegas is going to be rebranded. I do, And I do hope it is the horseshoe. I think that's the most fitting. And yeah. they might as well use that brand in Vegas. Yeah, it'd be nice to have a horseshoe back again. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I would... I, it's so funny because, you know, we actually saw the Bally's in, in Tunica, which... Is a nightmare. It, it's yeah, it's really it scary. Looks, it looks like an old barn that they put casino equipment in. Right, <laughs> and the fact that the the Bally's Hotel is separate from the Bally's Casino. Right, you need to take a shuttle. To yeah, get it's to the like casino. a shuttle bus to get to it. it How it's, bad do you have to gamble that that that's what you yes. put up with yes. to yeah to do it? Uh, well, and, and or how little you want to spend on your room to go gamble. Right. Um, so, yeah, that is, so the the name, I think that was one of the things that shocked me the most the first time I saw it. I'm like, okay, this is not, nothing like the Bally's that no, I know. No. Um, so it's 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 just going to be interesting. It'll be interesting if they either, you know, the Trop or Bally's, if it gets rebranded, it's just going to be odd to see such a classic casino with a different name. Yeah. But... It is what it is. Yeah. For sure. All right, let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Again, this one I think was uh, teed up for T Bone. <laughs> Main Street Station announced that they are reopening Wednesday, September 8th. It has been closed since March of 2020. Yay. Oh, Yay. Oh, Yay so Street. excited. I'm not going to lie, kids. I, uh, I was actually awake, so <laughs> this is really neither here nor there, but Michigan has had some hella thunderstorms coming through. Yeah. And um, the night that this got announced, we had a we had a, um, a, a thunderstorm come through, and at 2.17 in the morning, a clap of thunder broke over our house so loudly <laughs> that, hand to God, my wife and I had to have easily jumped three feet off our mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> and God love my wife. She goes, oh, that was obnoxious. Well, just adrenaline's flowing through my body. And I'm just staring up at the ceiling like, OK, this is going to be a while. So I start playing around. And, and you know, again, I'm, I'm kind of seeing the other people tweeting about their excitement that Main Street Station is opening up that I literally uh, got online and started pricing flights out to Vegas <laughs> to just be there like two nights. Just be there for the two nights that they're open. Um, I could have gotten a comp room at the Cal so because it doesn't look like the hotel yet is going to reopen oh. or at least the, the Boyd app did not have it available for booking. Oh, hmm. interesting. So um, 
And I was like, oh, my God, this would be the coolest, most irresponsibly fiscal thing I could ever (laughs) fiscally irresponsible thing I could ever do. And, And I thought, you know what, Tony, go back to sleep. If it still seems like a really good idea in the morning, <laughs> at least yeah. you can legitimately say <laughs> that you've slept on it uh, and then you can book it if you still think it's a good idea. And when I woke up the next morning, I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't do this. this that's <laughs> you're going to be out later that month. That would be a stupid thing to do. Save your pennies. It'll be a lot more fun. We can really blow it out with, you know, Jeff and his, in his um, quote unquote bachelor party. So we didn't do it, but holy shit, I am. So, but, but that being said, we do have a, uh, a downtown day on our, on our Danny Tanner clipboard of fun. And I think that we will likely spend most of it at, at main street station. Uh, we obviously want to show the guys the, you know, circa, right. but, Oh, I'm I, seriously, I love what Scott said on, on his vital Vegas, uh, Twitter stream he said something along the lines of main street station i will never take you for granted again (laughs) be more in that in in that camp i will never take main street station for granted again so what about you guys now that i've prattled on for 15 minutes (laughs) no we're we're equally excited main street station is a great place it's a beautiful casino and it's just it's nice to have stuff opening back up again yeah for sure all right, next up, Gene Simmons confirmed via Loudwire that KISS will have a residency at Zappos Theater starting December 27th and running through February 2022. I think Scott called that, but we just got confirmation now from Mr. Simmons. Yeah, well, he bought a house out here. Right. So, And then now he's got like an art display. Uh, I mean, yeah, at Venetian. At the Venetian. Yep. And you're just kind of like, okay, this is, this is a whole lot of Vegas stuff. Right. Setting renovations at the Rio Star Trek convention 2022 will relocate to Bally's. Hmm. It's like the first time it's been on the strip in like 20 years or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe it won't be Bally's by then. Maybe it'll be something else. Maybe it'll be the horseshoe. All right. Taking a page from Circa, Vital Vegas reports that Golden Nugget now has signage outside the property informing people to have IDs ready for entrance. That one surprised me. Golden Nugget? Yeah. I, I get the feeling Golden Nugget's trying to play catch up in there like if... Uh, if Derek's doing it, yeah, we got to do it. Yeah, if Derek's doing it, we got to do it. <laughs> I just, I mean, it makes sense at Circa because it's 21 and over. Right. Golden Nugget is not. I mean, so what, you're not going to let people in? If well, it's 21 and, and over to gamble, but well, yeah, you but could still have... Basically, they also have that crazy have pool area with a slide going through it. and Right. I mean... They're not. They're going for families, right? So yeah. how, you're checking families, ideas. So are you are you not going to let kids in? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. The RJ reports that the Evil Knievel Museum, currently located in Topeka, Kansas, is moving to Las Vegas, specifically in the Arts District at First Street. I heard something. I don't know if it's true, but somebody said that he was not a huge fan of of the Jews. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what I understand. So, boo. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just wondering, because he did a jump or two in Vegas, right? Is that yeah. why it's looking to move out here? I'm guessing he's from Topeka, which yeah, is I think it's why the that, yeah. museum is there. But now they're trying to. You have a bigger uh, um, uh, pool of, of uh, travelers and visitors to try to pull in yeah. here than you would in Topeka. I mean, that Zach Baggins thing makes money, so <laughs> that silly haunted house. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. I still want to go through that once just to see it. Of course you do. (laughs) Yes, of course I do. It's so silly. Of course it's silly, but it's kind of funny. You know, you look at some of this stuff and go, people actually believe this shit's haunted. (laughs) 
Allegiant Stadium claims they lost two potential sellout events after the new mask mandate was put into place. The spokesman did not reveal who the two potential events were for. Well, yeah, you don't, you can't. Yeah, I imagine there's confidentiality. Right. I just thought it was funny. It was like, we lost two big ones. Well, who? Well, I can't say. Can't tell you. <laughs> Coinciding with Pablo Picasso's 140th birthday, MGM is partnering. No, they're partnering. I'll include all of the syllables. <laughs> MGM is partnering with Sotheby's to sell some of their fine art collection. The auction is expected to raise $100 million, which would be used to reinvest in new, more diversive art. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know what I think about that. It seems like you're trading in, you know, I mean, they're Picassos. You know, what are, what are you going to replace them with? <laughs> more diverse of art. Yeah. <laughs> or more diverse. More diverse. Because if you think about it. fail English? That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, you could buy probably 10 pieces of art for one that you sold. So if right. they're looking to bump up the inventory of what they have. Yeah, I guess. I guess that makes sense if they're looking to uh, Plus it also depends. Out. It also depends on how long they've had it and, you know, what they originally bought it for. What's that gain going to look like? You know, that could be the other reason. I'm actually surprised they're going to buy more art because I just assumed they would have been using this. That's actually what I initially thought. I had to read because I, I, I try to read every article that comes out about something. Like even if it's even if like five publications have written just to see if anybody's gotten anything. Any other anything details. It, and yeah. I had to go to a second article to get that. Yeah. Eater Vegas reports that Joe's Seafood Prime Steak and Stone Crab in the Forum Shops at Caesars filed paperwork this week for a $1.5 million expansion. Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, like the space it's located next to or if they're building out or I don't know, but it's supposedly it's, getting It's kind of bigger. in the mall. So, I mean, how, do, how are you going to build out from that? It seems like you got to take over something and yeah. blow into it. Yeah. Are we sure it's just not, you know, the cost of getting a sign that puts all of those words, Joe's Seafood know, Prime right? Steak, Ampersand Stone Crab right. in the forum shops all on one? Right. It's just Joe's. <laughs> That's all you need. It's just right. Joe's. Thank you. God. <laughs> I mean, listen, they're very upfront and honest about what it is that they offer. I mean, there's no ambiguity. Oh, about yeah. What you know what, restaurant you know what you're getting. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it then for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions brought to you by Vegas.com is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, System of a Down and Faith No More are performing at T-Mobile Arena Friday, October 15th. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $72. And Jeff Dunham is coming to the Coliseum at Caesars Palace Sunday, September 26th, October 17th, November 14th, and Thursday, December 9th. Shows start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $71. Guess he's going. Guess he's going. <laughs> oh, oh, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. Yeah. Well, it was funny because the, we got the email kind of notifying us, and I sent it to Mark, and I was like, mm, maybe? You know? And he didn't reply. He didn't say anything to me. So I, I get home from work, and I'm like, hey, 
you didn't say anything about this. He's like, oh, oh yeah, sure, we can go. I'm like, well, oh. it made me wait. <laughs> like, uh, normally, if I if I say I want to go someplace, he's like, yeah, okay, I'm on it. You know, and okay, I get the tickets, and he takes care of all of it. This one, he just sort of ignored it. <laughs> made me sad. Sorry, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to make you sad. <laughs> Well, don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attraction calendar, which is on the blog. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week, we have listener feedback. All right. So we have an email from our friend Adam. Adam writes, Hi, 360 Vegas crew. Fairly longtime listener and multiple 360 Vegas vacation attendee here. Attender here. Sorry. He says, unfortunately, I didn't make it to Vegas vacation 10. I hope to make the next one. Thanks for continuing to do your show over the past 18 shitty months. It's definitely kept some of us sane. Well, it's kept us sane doing yeah, it, Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I was wondering, have you guys ever done a show or a segment where you each discuss your initial trips to Vegas? I think it would be cool to hear how and when each of you came to love Vegas. Maybe you've already done this and I just missed it, but I was thinking it would be, a fun, it would be fun to hear about it. Just a thought. Anyway, keep up the great work, Adam. We've talked about our, our first trips in, in conversation for shows, but we haven't done like a specific show that talks about right. that. It's something that's, that's in the pipeline. We just, it's, it's one of those things that's sitting on a shelf along with a bunch of other things <laughs> that you're like, I need to get to that. Right. Right. And I don't know, you know, he says, you know, what, what, what was your first trip that then made you love Vegas? I mean, for me, that's going to be different because I a different trip. Uh, I yeah. did not love Vegas for I, I, a long I, time. So the thought is to have this entire conversation all within yeah. that one episode. Yeah. Cause I agree. Uh, the first trip I didn't, I didn't fall in love with the city. I was, I was really interested in it, but I didn't fall in love with it until the second time. Oh really? Yeah. No, oh, I just assumed like as soon as you landed here, you were just obsessed. No, that's why we <laughs> took a year off. Like think about it. We went in 2004 and I don't remember we didn't go in 2005. What trips we did. Yeah, I, I do fondly. <laughs> Jeez, wow. We just well, man, she no, smacked so, you down. <laughs> well, I don't remember. It's also one trips. of those things, like you know, we would, part of the reason we started coming out to Vegas so often was oh. I was working a ton, and so Mark planned the vacations. And so, where did Mark want to go? We wanted to go to Vegas, and I remember asking you one time. Um, I said, look, can we, can we just go someplace other than Vegas? And he said, his response to me was sure, but you need to plan it. And I'm like, okay, well that's not going to happen. I don't have time to do this. So guess where we went back to Vegas. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so I have, I've mentioned this, uh, I'm sure a half dozen or more times on the, on the podcast, uh, Adam and we'll no doubt when we sit down and actually record something as, as content. Uh, I'll get in even more detail, but part of the reason why my opening uh, was what it was as it related to the Imperial Palace being the trip pick of the week is because that was my first place that I ever stayed at for my first trip to Vegas. You know, I didn't really know any better. Um, my parents got me as a, as a Las Vegas or excuse me, as a law school graduation, a, 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 a flight and air or flight and air <laughs> flight and hotel package uh, for my graduation gift from law school. And I didn't really know any better. They kind of gave me a budget and they said, listen, you know, you can, you can spend it all at 
on a Bellagio hotel room or, you know, spend it however you want. But this is, you know, you want to fly first class? You can fly first class, but here's what we're going to give you right. for your trip to Vegas. You spend it the way you want. And so uh, you not knowing the, any the better, and based cheap. on a referral from a friend of mine, she's like, oh, yeah, no, you definitely want to stay at the Imperial Palace. I went there with my parents and we had a great time. Well, what she didn't tell me was she went with her parents 20 years previously. Oh, jeez. <laughs> right? So, um, but uh, anyway, so that's, so my, my I, I'll give you this much is a little teaser uh, imperial palace was my was my very first stay uh at vegas and and i'm i'm with you guys i don't i did not fall in love with vegas on my first trip i enjoyed it um and i liked it but i i i did it um golly probably would have been around about august of 20, uh, 2006 and i didn't go out again until may of 2007 um so anyway i'll save the rest of that for when we uh, do actually record so. <laughs> i was gonna say my just better be a better be a patreon exclusive right. adam I mean, my, my first visit actually was for work. So right. actually my first several visits were right, for work. Exactly. So that's part of the reason why. That's I why it's, it's interesting to talk about your first trip and talk about the trip when you <laughs> fell in love. Because I know yours is different from mine. I don't know when I fell in love, though. I feel like it, it just sort of grew on me. Yeah. It just became comfortable. I do remember, I don't know which trip it was, but I remember like once we landed and just having this oh, comfortable feeling like it, it, it it was almost like I, I had been here so often. I know where everything is. Mm. I, I'm not concerned about how do I get there? What does the timing look right. like? It was just such a comfortable, almost like a second home kind right. of a feeling. And I, I do vividly remember having that feeling getting off the plane. Right. So that's cool. All right. It, it, that that is interesting, Karen. As many times as we've chatted about this, I, I it's this is the first time it has really like tripped in my brain that that you'd been out there prior to or you know for for work oh, trips yeah. and I and I got to believe that that just truly and inherently is an just it's a different trip when you know oh, yes. you got to be somewhere at a certain time even if it's just one time for the entire trip you still have an, a, a certain obligation right yeah. and vacations are supposed to be obligation free yes so i, I can see why that might be a, a just a you, uh, you well, got to switch um, mindset. Yeah. And I'll really. be honest, the, the first trip, um, I think it was like one of the first the first nights we were here. You don't think about it, right? You're just I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. This is fun. And you're with all these coworkers from across the country that you hadn't seen. And so I, I do remember like the first night I stayed up way too late and had way too much to drink, which made the second day even more miserable um, <laughs> when you had to get up and go to the, the convention center and everything else. So. Yeah, you, you had to learn to switch that real quick because otherwise <laughs> it, it it did not go well. Well, there you go, Adam. For us saying, well, we can't really talk about it right now. <laughs> we certainly spent a few <laughs> minutes talking about it for you, buddy. So uh, there you go. That's uh, and it's always fun. I just I really dig getting to hear people's first and second time trips to Vegas and 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 what it when when was it? You know, what was it that was that was the the hook? for right. you that said okay this is this is going to be more than the grand canyon or or a, 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 fuck i don't know a Hoover trip Dan to disney or, world yeah. right right all right i think that should probably should do it uh, for episode number 373 thank you all for listening and downloading we really do appreciate it if you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show you can do so on the blog which is 360vegaspodcast.com you can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And you can get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. You can get that at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. 
If you'd like to send some feedback like our buddy Adam did, you can do it written or audio. And please send it to 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360Vegas Tony. Karen. I am at 360Vegas Karen. You just told you where you can find me. So until next time. Hey.